This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Hospitals across Aotearoa are feeling the brunt of New Zealand's nursing shortage amid both an uptick in COVID-19 cases and a booming winter flu season. Some controversial groups such as Nurses for Freedom, widely believed to be associated with notorious conspiracy theory organisation Voices for Freedom, have been calling for unvaccinated nurses to be allowed to go back to work. Minister for Health Andrew Little has said that the government will be reviewing vaccination policies. With the healthcare system under immense strain and nurses feeling the brunt, something needs to change. I'm joined on the phone now by Kerry Nuku from the New Zealand Nurses Organisation to talk about the issues. Kia ora Kerry, it's great to have you on. Kia ora. Uh, so Kerry, what is the New Zealand Nurses Organisation's position on nurses who refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccination? Um, the position with our organisation and indeed nursing in general is we always follow the scientific approach to the management of care. So our position is that we support the government's mandates around how services needed to be vaccinated. That's also in alignment with the Nursing Council, our regulatory body, that calls us a professional responsibility and also supports the position of the Ministry and the Ministry of Health and Public Health experts around mandates. And so how are working conditions for nurses at the moment? Well, I'm, I think there seems to be a political hang-up around whether this is a crisis, whether this is a challenge, whether quite how to call it. And our organisation has been really clear that this is a crisis in, in terms of nursing workforce shortages. This is the worst it's ever been. And therefore, our ability to carry out the roles of nurses is significantly compromised because of nursing shortages, because of nurses um, succumbing to those winter ailments as well, and shortages because of the flu. So the quality of care that we're able to provide is somewhat diminished. But also, our nurses have been standing up, front line, dealing with COVID-19, dealing with the pressures of a system that has failed to invest in nursing for many, many years. So they're burnt out, they're tired. And um, I think talking to a colleague that said, uh, I don't know whether or not I'm going on to a shift that's going to be fully complemented with um, staff, is hugely significant. So there is enormous pressure across all of the system at the moment. So what changes would you like to see made at a national level to help with current nursing shortages? So we've got to look at some immediate changes. We've got to improve the working conditions that currently exist and there has to be something um, more urgently done around coping with these workforce shortages. We're um, robbing people to pay Paul in some situations. We're taking staff that are already burnt out and we're asking them to and begging them in many situations to go and fill the roster gaps that are depleted. We've got to take this by the hand and say, what are we going to do collectively as a group of health professionals? Um, doctors are also under the same degree of pressure. So we've got to look at how is the government going to tackle this. We've asked for a long time now to be at the table to help redesign, help be involved in how to manage this crisis. Um, the government's refused to have us there. So what is the government's way out of this then? And we're happy to participate. We've got a um, responsibility to protect our members and public when they're in using health services. So we want to see what the government's strategy is 
we know that we've got um, to improve working conditions, the health and safety of nurses and the public. But we want to get to the table and have those discussions with the um, ministry and the government around this. Looking particularly at the short term, what support would you like to see provided for nurses who are burnt out and who are working all these extra shifts? We've got to give them some some security and certainty that they're going to have staff um, fill these gaps currently, whether that means decompressing some of the wards or some of those other pressures, whether it means shutting down wards and forming public um, delays um, in elective surgery. Um, You know, there's been a lot of talk at the moment around immigration, but immigration isn't the silver bullet. We need to look at how many nurses are currently within five the country that want to do their competencies through practice and reduce the cost barriers to allow them, um, many of them experienced people, to come and work and fill some of those gaps across the country. We've got to look at how we support nurses to continue to train and how we support them in their training to graduate um, and then fulfil some of these new nurse graduate positions. But it's many of our older nurses that are retiring, that are burnt out and choosing to leave the profession. And we've got to talk with them and see what is part of the solutions we can offer. Certainly this um, whole pay equity issue needs to be something that's tackled with and so we can see that there is a commitment from the government to support nursing into the future as well. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.